Good evening, good evening, good evening, and welcome to another third night in a row. Talk lately, right here on BeExposedRadio.com. It is 7.37. I am joined by Nate, the host of the Artist Exchange. Oh, where'd he go? He left. I'm still here. <laughs> I didn't want to see my question. Fridays at 5 p.m. And then we have Naya down below, right down there. Ooh. And to the, I don't know which way this is on television, but up. Uh, on this side of me, your opposite side is Benia. She hosts the show <laughs> called The B Mix, coming to be exposed ready over real soon. And then um, later on in the show, we got Andrea, who's coming on, which is her sister, coming on a little bit later. So she's going to join us, and um, we're going to have a good time talking about stuff. So right off the bat. We were just talking about something, and I told you it was going to slip my mind, and I wanted to wait for the show to launch, and it slipped my mind already. What was it? Baby, it was the fact that there was a 21-year-old that was, was it a traffic stop? That's the biggest thing, a traffic stop. And so he was stopped, of course. He got out of the vehicle. And because he was truly in fear of his life, which is ridiculous, um, ridiculously sad, that he laid on the ground uh, with his arms behind his back. Right. The police apparently was like, how many? Like 10 cops? It was about 10 like, cops in like, like five different cars and right. like mm. a blazing. I can't tell you exactly where this is because I did not finish this. I, I, mm. The story was so prolific to my soul, right? Because I was in here crying over it while I was watching mm. the video. The girl was taking the video of the co- the police. So it, it, this is all happening because of a traffic stop. So mm. a young man, 21 years old, laid down on the ground with his hands on his back and the police pulled their guns out, drawn towards him and steady yelling, get up, get up, turn around and walk backwards towards me to, to tell him this to the guy. So he's terrified. So he says, no, I'm not getting up. I'm going to lay here, put your guns away. So he's screaming this at the strongest voice. He can. I'm not getting up. I'm not getting up. I put your guns away. And he's just crying and everything. So, all right. Carry on a little later in the story. Oh, my God. The, the lady that's um, filming this whole incident is yelling at the cops, too. Put your guns away. He's laying down on the ground. He can't do it. <laughs> put your guns away. What are you here for? What are you doing here? So... Like I said, all of this is apparently because of a traffic stop. So the 90-year-old grandmother of this 21-year-old boy comes down the steps, walks over to the boy, and is like trying to shield him, trying to defuse the situation. So she's mm-hmm. shielding him from the officers. So apparently a couple minutes into the video, the officers then decide, okay, all we don't all need to have our guns out. Also, one officer had their gun, gun drawn while like four or five other officers proceeded to approach the guy laying on the ground. So the grandma, mind you, I said the grandmother's there. So the, some of the cops get on the ground to apprehend him and knock this 90-year-old woman down. Mm. Oh, she passes Seriously? out and then is taken to the hospital. Now, I'm not sure where Midland Police Department is, but it was the Midland Police Department that did this was involved in the situation. Mm. So we we have a conversation that, you know, not every situation calls for guns a-blazing. Absolutely. This guy laid down on the ground and presented himself in a way that I'm not harmful to you. I am surrendering. I've laid down on the ground and I have my hands on my back, Mm -hmm. behind my back. So 
what possessed you to still proceed with such severity? He said, I think you're going to kill me. I'm not coming to you. I'm not standing up and walking towards you because you're going to kill me. You're going to shoot me. You're going to kill me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm like trying to run it in my mind. First of all, the 90 year old, the, the 90 year old woman is what draw my eyes to the story in the first place. Cause I try to, I try to take my eyes away from all of these shootings and killings of black kids and, 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 and mm-hmm. not that I don't sympathize and care, but it's a lot. It's a lot. And, but this one took me there because my grandmother, my own grandmother is in her nineties and right. And it visualized, look, I'm getting teary eyed already. And it made oh. me visualize her being knocked down to the ground and me as a 21 year old would have leapt up off that ground and kicked some ass. Right. But then they would have got killed. Shot killed. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. right. That happened, I believe, like sometime last year as well. It was a young lady who they had followed back to the house and she went into her grandmother's house and they like tried to get in the house and wound up pushing through the grandmother and arresting i mean arresting the grandmother and the young lady it like they don't care and it what is said to be true they are just as afraid of us as we are them and that's no excuse but their fear should like disqualify them from their position like if you're afraid to be in your area like you should not be doing this job or you, you need to go out there in the farmland or something that's it, I don't I don't understand why they still become police officers if they're afraid. My point exactly. Right. How you feel? How Ooh. I feel? Hello? Hello? Hi. You talking about me? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel the same way. It's just crazy because I feel like it doesn't matter what happens at the end of the day. If they stop you, they're going to pull they they're going to pull their weapons, especially a, a male. They're going to mm-hmm. pull their, their weapons regardless whether it's a traffic stop or anything. You could fly through the stop sign. They're still going to stop and pull their gun. Like it's, it's ridiculous. And I'm scared for my kids to get older because mm-hmm. of stuff like that. Because I feel like mm-hmm. as time goes by, it's going to only get worse. I don't mm-hmm. feel like that it's going to get any better. Because it's like nowadays, like, like even when I got stopped like a little while ago, they, it was like six cops. Just for yeah. a, a, just for me turning my lights off while I'm pulling in my parking spot, it mm. was six cops, mm. and I'm like, "Are you serious?" So that's like I feel like as time go by, it's really not going to get any better because, for one, people are scared to stand up nowadays because you can get shot and killed at any moment. Mm-hmm. You never know. Mm. Like, I, I think I think in addition to that, it's a shared responsibility. As citizens, as uh, police officers, we have a, a mutual responsibility to disrespect each other. And mm-hmm. I, I'm not justifying any police officers, but how would you expect for somebody to feel when they don't know when or what's going to happen to them or if somebody's going to retaliate against them? And that goes back to my point they shouldn't be doing a job if they're fearful, but at mm-hmm. the same time, we can't negate that crime is happening, that violence happens, that people are willing to shoot you for no reason. For no so reason. We got to fix the, the whole system and every each part has to fix their system. And we can't, we got to stop giving 
leeway to the criminal activity that is going on, that is rampant in our communities, that is taking over our communities. We can't we can't keep um, forgetting that or like putting a blinder on and only focusing on the police officers. We got to fix something about our the young people or the people in general that are out there committing these crimes. Mm-hmm. Like right now, mm-hmm. we just had a whole legion of dirt bikes just go down my street just now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they go from west to east, east to west. And mm-hmm. that, that's mm-hmm. real and that's dangerous. And I didn't see masks on any of them. Mm. Like, no. I'm just saying it's a shared responsibility, I believe. I feel like the intimidation of black people is getting outrageous. Mm-hmm. We feel just as intimidated from that crime level as we do from the police officers. I know I do. You had an opinion too. Go for yeah, it. no, I was just jumping in just to honestly to figure out what has already been shared and just to bring it full circle about protocol, like and different processes that are set in place. And as you said, Nate, just on both sides. So mm-hmm. from citizens um, standpoint and perspective, where's the protocol, the processes that are in place? Are we aware of them? You know, that and then of course on the officers um, side, just I don't know, training. We we have heard, you know, just in recent years. Of mm-hmm. that they're trying to in different districts, they're trying to, trying to, they're going to different initiatives that are coming mm-hmm. up. A lot of feet are being dragged to um, mm-hmm. even get, you know, uh, these trainings up and running. Um, who's who's saying that these trainings, who's kind of like checking these trainings? Like, who are the, mm-hmm. the citizens have any say so in them? Is it just the mayors or the, the county executives in each of the districts? Of course, I'm only thinking in Maryland, but just of course, like, you know, nationwide of these different. Um, you know, police departments that are getting these trainings, and then why why do they differ so much? I know that if we have, if we're going to keep making blanket statements and kind of putting a lot of things under the mm-hmm. umbrella, then the training should be the same. We should have like an overall training of, you know, just being a police officer in America and right. then, you know, from Chicago to Baltimore and to kind of tweak it a little bit. And then again, who's at the table to say, absolutely. If I was not swim pointing anybody, but if I was like mayor or county executive, I would absolutely bring in somebody on I'd probably bring in somebody that's probably doing well. Right. But locked up for, you know, whatever reason that has to say so, because obviously you've had some running with the police. I would mm-hmm. bring in someone that probably is kind of on the borderline. And, hey, if I catch you one more time and then, you know, I would bring in and I would definitely want to hear. And I hear the whole um, kind of the the I don't know, the different conversations about mm-hmm. dirt bikes and all. But I am one of the people It's Baltimore. Like, I'm not mad at it because if it was a group of white people riding down in a different area, it would be like, oh, OK, you're on dirt bikes. Cool. But I mean, I have a okay. So I have a question because my thing is, how can you keep the people safe regardless of what race they are or what gender they are? If mm-hmm. you have people like the two men that killed the black guy, how do you keep people safe when you got people like mm-hmm. that thinking they're doing some justice right. when they really are not? Like it's it's really scary to walk outside your house nowadays yeah. with the fear of. Is this the day that I'm going to be shot? Is this the day that I'm going to yes. be harassed? Is this the day yes. that I'm going to be whatever? God forbid, whatever happens to you, because is 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 even though polices are getting training, it's like are they really utilizing their training when they're just straight pulling a gun on somebody that's ran a stop sign or did he really do nothing wrong? Or 
you can, it's like the nervousness of even jogging in the neighborhood or even allowing your kids to go outside when you mm-hmm. got pred- pedophiles or predators that's mm-hmm. willing to just kill somebody just because that man wouldn't even bother nobody. Right. But for you to feel like, oh, he's black, he fit the description. Right. Like it's it the train I feel like it there needs to be something set in place because if, if you're gonna do a citizen arrest, you need to do protocols. If mm-hmm. you're a police officer, you need to protocols. Mm-hmm. Don't just pull your gun. Just mm-hmm. don't pull your gun. Like I, I, I shared a post with Lindsay a while back about a, a female white officer sitting on top of a young black woman beating her in her face. Yes. And it's like, what did she do for her to be harassed and beat like that? And he was throwing her around like she's a rag doll. So even like, I'm scared for myself to even walk from my car, from my drive, my doorway to my car or even, mm. even just to the store. For no, something no, simple no. without being harassed. To figure out a way to de-escalate things. I think if I can play if I can play midway devil's advocate. Um oh Andrea's back. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm back. I'm back and then I'm gonna disappear again <laughs> for another one. But if I can like play devil's medium devil's advocate, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think the one thing that we do not keep in mind as citizens, and, and this is me speaking from my military background from me also being clearly a civilian. And then in addition to me also have have dated police officers, right? And I'm gonna be very transparent. We don't keep in mind PTSD in general at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's a, on a civilian standpoint and, 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 and in uniform, we do not keep in mind. We gotta keep in mind, we don't have to, but you know, mm-hmm. you, you have the option to keep in mind that people experience things and they react differently. Once yes. they've experienced it, mm-hmm. so yes. so some officers have experienced somebody shooting at them, so mm-hmm. they may be a little bit quicker to draw. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it to me it seems as though a lot of those officers who are quicker to draw have been in the force in the task force a lot longer. They're your officers that have been in twenty like something years, seventeen oh, years. So, and right, so so Did they've experienced. Do you think they should still be serving, though, if they're suffering from that? Right, right. So it's, it's very difficult to say, should they or should they not be serving if they deal with that? Because that's if well, I, if I recognize. Dies, that's, no, no, no. But that's yeah, if I recognize that I'm, I'm, a, I'm experienced PTSD. Mm-hmm. Because let's, let's, let's be very transparent. Living in Baltimore City, we deal with PTSD every day. We've experienced trauma mm-hmm. every day. Does that mean that mm-hmm. we shouldn't get up and go to work every day? Yes, I mean no. So, but okay, I have a question. I have a question about that. So, do you think that since they've been in the force a little longer, they should be able to kind of feel like the situation to say, okay, this is a situation. I feel like I need to draw my gun. Or- Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I'm not saying that it's right. What I'm saying is that it's something may trigger that. Right. So it's something. Something may. I'm not. You know. I'm not saying all of them. But, but I'm saying something may be triggered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the same thing for citizens. The same thing for citizens. Like we have, we have some kids in Baltimore City who know nothing, who know nothing more to do than to run, because that's what they're used to doing. Not because they know what to be right or wrong. It's because that's what I've, I've, I've trained my mind to just run because that's how I know to get away from bad situations, negative situations. Right. Run. Right. Not saying um, it's right or wrong, but it's right. You know, this well, Midland, Texas. Midland, Texas. Yes. That's in the country of Texas. Yeah. Yes. Well, as somebody who has PTSD, I suffer from it. Mm -hmm. I don't believe that an officer who is suffering from that 
to a certain extent should be allowed to um, be on the streets because of PTSD. And there are so many triggers that do come along with it. It's mm-hmm. very, I think it's dangerous to give someone with that, you know, type of PTSD a gun and have them patrol. But again, that's something- if they, they recognize that it's even a thing. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's acceptance one. Oh, it's definitely a thing. Definitely, no, no, no. Definitely but I'm saying real. the officer has to recognize that that's something that they're suffering from. Right. Yeah. Well, they should be. They should be put on desk work until they get help or therapy Mm -hmm. to deal with whatever the PTSD is. Right. I don't think they should be on the patrol. So let's be real. We can go to therapy for for our own issues, right? But that doesn't mean that I'm completely healed from them. That I I still won't be triggered from any a different. You know that same similar type of experience. I get what you're saying wholeheartedly. I'm I'm just you know because somebody would be the one to argue this well like oh oh yeah but even to argue it even if you're going to sometimes if once you have acknowledged it and then even if you don't as a and as an officer as an individual that you don't want to acknowledge it for yourself if you know that within your district or just nationwide that as an as a actively serving officer that you're evaluated ever ever so often however often that could be maybe every three months who knows and then so you know that every time that comes up now that you're forced to kind of consider and then you, you're, it's like your acknowledgement is forced, even if you don't want to consider it or acknowledge it yourself. So it's like, you know what? Okay, there's something that is triggering me. And then as you're in therapy and you're you're kind of taught because in therapy, you're supposed to kind of dig deep, of course, that's a part of it, to bring right. to the forefront, that's a part of it, and then to talk about it and to then acknowledge what could possibly trigger you. So then and when you find yourself back in the real world, right, they'll say outside of therapy. Mm-hmm. So then mm-hmm. you, you keep in mind, like, oh, you know what? Talked about that to Cheryl yesterday. That's triggering me. God damn, I'm gonna put this gun back. Now hold on now. Okay, the boy's mm-hmm. 21, we're in my 90s now. It may not be that bad because, like Monty said, to bring back the fact of de- the de escalation piece that I think if every, I don't, I'm trying not to categorize and kind of group all of the instances together, the unfortunate instances that we keep hearing about. But if, if there's any type, type of common denominator, it's the fact that there will be the lack thereof or very like minimal um like de-escalation like that nobody mm-hmm. everybody just went straight to a hundred it's like to me i believe as a citizen i do believe that at some part because like uh Marty and i were talking about about the protect and serve and i hope you get back to the point of switching that around but it's supposed you're supposed to de-escalate at some point because you are the officer so there is more responsibility on you as the absolutely officer versus me as a citizen that could or could not be committing some type of crime especially if we're talking about a traffic violation a traffic stop so i'm i'm very confused and i'll be very honest i have been a victim of police brutality all based mm. off of a traffic stop oh to bring race into it not really to say so but just to say what is it was a white male officer that beat my ass like a man beat me back i'm sorry to hear that Thank wow. You. No sympathy, but you, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, <sighs> it, Sorry. It's, it's and I still have like this just because of the way I'm wired that I have my experience and I've had to work through that, but I still have this place and, you know, in my mind, in my mind, my heart, my soul that it's like, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not going to hate every officer. I know officers in my family. Like, I think a lot of us, you know, have, mm-hmm. 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 Are removed, but it, it's still a place. And like we were talking about already that there's a responsibility on both sides of the fence to the point to where there's not a divide that we can get that divide out. And that's in the ideal world, right? That there is no, that's like, oh, okay, I'm a citizen. I see an officer. Hey, how you doing? So they're trying, mm-hmm. they have the pictures of an officer holding a baby. 
okay, that's cute. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, but how does that compare to when we hear about this story of the the gentleman that killed the, the young man like that? I mean, and then even this story here, or, like you knocked over grandma, you knocked over grandmama. Now come on now. To the point right. that she passed out and had to go to the like, house. Come, come on. Like, you, you, yeah, you, that's you, stuff like that is unnecessary. To me, that's not the PTSD. That's brutality. Because mm-hmm. exactly. there's there no threat there. There's no exactly. threat there. Yeah. I was raised military myself. I'm a military brat myself. And I've seen a lot of PTSD among soldiers. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't think they should be, if, unless it's, it's it's dealt with, I don't think they should be actively in the streets because I think that's what happened with Philando Castile when he was murdered. He was just reaching for his gun and she shot him because she said she was scared. Mm-hmm. So it's just it, it, it. I think that it, I think that it is it pertains to any anyone in uniform. Um, it is imperative and I've said it even as it reg- in regards to this whole COVID-19 situation, as it pertains to our nurses and those who are our first responders, anyone who is in uniform, I believe that it should be free for them to get continuous mental health. Absolutely. And it's not. And I feel like it should be encouraged ongoing and not be, uh, oh, you know, this officer had this experience. We're going to, you know, make him go to therapy Mm -hmm. or he or her. Um, go to therapy. No, 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 no. This needs to be ongoing because Absolutely. those persons in uniform specifically mm-hmm. go through various things. And I agree. It's a whirlwind mm-hmm. and a a freaking circle of just who you think you're yeah. down. You think you're good. Okay, something else. Yeah. You know, and that's life in general. But when you're dealing with it when you're home and at work. And you know, in 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 a different type of capacity, are mm. some of our officers that that I have met and am friends with, it's normal for them to see dead bodies, y'all, and that's not normal. That's you know not I mean? normal. Like, so they don't, they don't grieve. They don't do any of that. They're so emotionally detached. Yes. It's like, hey, yeah. no, 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 no. I want you to know. And mm-hmm. and and let's be very real. It's also here in Baltimore. Our our young people have normalized mm-hmm. gun violence, and it's yes. sickness. Yep. Yes, it's not. It's normal. I to go to vigils once a week. Mm. It's, not, yeah, it's not right. normal. And so it's for some of yeah, our uniformed right. personnel, ongoing therapy needs to be encouraged and enforced Across Absolutely. The and, and again, I'm in the military and I feel like it needs to be enforced. I, I watched somebody who I dated, I watched somebody who I dated in a long-term relationship join law enforcement and turn into a completely different person because of what they were dealing with when they were in uniform. That exactly leads me into what I was saying too, is that we got to, I don't know if it's a training thing because some of these officers immediately come out on 10. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't know how to de-escalate a situation. Yes. Absolutely. From being on ten. Right. Right. Because sure. you give me ten, you're going to get ten back in return. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And if you don't know how to de-escalate that situation, because that's part of your training, de-escalation. Mm-hmm. That's what we mm-hmm. used to know is what mm-hmm. an officer mm-hmm. was supposed to do is de-escalate a situation, <laughs> yeah. and Perfect. now it's turned into everything's just going to constantly escalate because you came with ten. This situation, they came with ten. Guns mm-hmm. on immediately for a traffic stop. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
what was right. he doing with his car? If it wasn't manslaughter with the car, why is your guns drawn? Exactly. Absolutely. And mow down 10 different people with his car. Why are your guns drawn? Exactly. But another question it is... like a simple conversation to me. Is like in Midland, Texas, do they, are the body cams required in Midland, mm-hmm. Texas? You know what I mean? I, you know, this is the same Midland. Now that I'm remembering this, Midland, Texas is the same place where that little girl was coming from the swimming pool and got beat up in the grass. And it sure was. Wow. So the question is, do they have body cams? Do they have body cams? I think they do. I was going to say, I feel like everybody should. I mean, yes, they should. But the question is, you know, from a citizen standpoint and and to be very transparent, somebody that's interested in the political realm, um, how has the body cams decreased or increased some of these in in the areas that have them and they're clearly enforced? Mm -hmm. How has the crime changed? How has that, 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 it's giving them a sense of accountability for when they pull a citizen over. They're yeah, being but watched. But I would like to, no, 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 I'm talking about numbers wise. Like, I would right, like I'm to know the numbers. I need numbers. Like, yeah. how has it changed? Of course, you're not, you'll never really know the real number of the before, right? But Because they, they're not going to be completely honest. Not all of them. But like, how has that changed with the cities that have? Speaking of like the Philandel Castile, like uh, the young lady who was uh, eventually eventually died in jail, they all Sandra had Bland. They all had body cam. So having a body cam, the the incident with the young lady that was at the pool party that was beaten, like they all had body cams. But right, they it's all subject to when you turn that body cam on. Right. Right. There you go. We, we Philando still we saw we saw it. It was a dash cam. We saw the, the murder happen. Yes. It to be considered a murder. And police officers, there's a couple issues because they go through training, but there's mm-hmm. not a, like a daily evaluation. They have free reign to go to a therapist, but just like us, we don't want to say something's wrong with us because then we're going to have to go home. And a lot of people don't want to reduce mm-hmm. or uh, potentially lose their job. Maryland is a at-will state. So if, if something's wrong with me, I'm going to end up losing my job and there's no security in it. So mm-hmm. a, lot, a lot of people don't really want to say something is wrong with them. And a lot of them aren't getting the training. All officers go through a force continuum. Like it, the force continuum is the, the levels of de-escalation. And, and you have to start with, this the problem is they're going right to their guns or their skipping over. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah, but but also too, a lot of people don't believe in therapy. Right, and being used as a punishment. True. How are we discouraging people? It's being yeah. used as a punishment. Now, too, like they don't. They also don't know why therapy works, and then in right. the police department in particular, they also don't know that HIPAA still applies and that everything that you might say in your is confidential. Absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I have a question. The, the fact that you have to go is still is like a note to you. To go, but you don't have to tell nobody if you don't stop. You stop talking. Shut up and go de-escalate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe you get yourself exactly, your mind shut. Exactly. Exactly. I do. I do like the. Oh, go ahead. No, oh no, go ahead. Oh no, I was just going to go back to uh, Lindsay's point of the if they are if we know that they are experiencing PTSD because at the least there is and of course I know HIPAA but then. I, be, I would believe, I'm not sure, if at least I guess if they're diagnosed with PTSD, so diagnoses are or would be, I guess, to the employer where I guess it's relevant 
to, I guess, mm-hmm. your performance mm-hmm. or something like that, that at some point mm-hmm. it kind of comes into play. So, and not to be used against them. So to switch the conditioning think, of the mind frame. Of, saying, I think because they're being treated for it. Right. But right. the difference between. But a lot of jobs are making it, a lot of jobs are making therapy together. mandatory. Right. See, if we if we move toward that, if we know that there's a regulated like it, and even if it is just yearly, if we can start there, an annual, you know, mental evaluation. Right. And something that's not just, hey, you feeling OK? Yeah. All right, cool. You're good to go. Right. But a lot of jobs are making therapy mandatory, though. Good. And and that's what needs to happen. And then if it gets to the point where they are put in at the desk or some other capacity and not on the street. Mm-hmm. So that way it shows like, hey, listen, I get out here. So if we don't get justice on our end and see that they go to jail at the mm-hmm. very it might make me feel, and I'm being very honest, might make me feel a little bit better to know that that officer is not necessarily on the street to kill right. somebody again. Right. Right. You are, if you're still serving, okay, you need a job, all right, cool, whatever. You are in you know, in the office doing something else, or you're dispatched something that right. I know that you are not giving your gun back right after you just killed somebody unnecessarily, right? And then you're just sent back out to the street. So that's the only time that they're mandated. I know in Maryland, that's the only time that they're mandated to get a psych evaluation is if someone dies at the hands of them. But that's that's not to say like, that's only to make sure they're okay. It's not to right. say they're mentally stable, right. but it's normally only to make sure that they're okay after <laughs> That's the only, but it's not a routine thing. It's only when somebody's killed, even okay. if they shot somebody. That's just another day. Right. It really happens when someone gets killed. So I have a question. What is the protocol as far as like you know now? Well, we're supposed to be wearing the mask. If a police officer stops you, what do you think the protocol should be about you not wearing your mask? Mm-hmm. I don't think they have a law. So. Yeah. Okay, so with me that you put on a mask. I mean, with me being with me saying that, mm-hmm. it was I sent Lindsay a post of a woman who was in the subway with her child, and they was asking her to put her mask on, and she said, "I have my mask on." They said, "But you're not wearing it properly." I guess she had it here, and she didn't have it up here. Mm-hmm. And long story short, they basically like tried to arrest her. They brutalized her. They beat her and everything in front mm-hmm. of her child just mm-hmm. for a mask. Was that police officers or was that tracers? No, it was police officers. And and mm-hmm. I'm just like, this is getting out of control over a mask. Yeah. That's why I'm like, I, I need that, was, that, that situation was too much. But if the store did say mm-hmm. you have to have on the proper mask that's under your nose. It wasn't even the was store. It was the subway. Like, that, that's a store, right? Oh, you said the subway down. The subway. The like she was going into the, yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> 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 a little hungry. I am hungry. Yes. Right? Very hungry. Oh, it's not even rolled up anymore. The idea of it, and I I did a a play about this, and that's how I learned even that they are taught this. It's called, if y'all look it up, it's called Force Continuum, and it shows you what they're supposed to do first. What Mm -hmm. did at all costs, if all else fails, their gun or taser are supposed to be the very last thing. And I believe it's like seven to ten things on that list. And mm-hmm. their gun is supposed to be the last thing. Uh, so when right. Moni said, like, if they're coming to an incident uh, on 10, it's probably because they've been to this location before or they've had a piss poor day. So mm-hmm. I'm going to come at this. Yeah. I, I remember living in Park Heights and I would have to call the police 
because somebody just pissed on my lawn or this dumb shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they come to the house with an attitude because they're not used to people. They wasn't mm-hmm. used to calling the police for mm-hmm. a citizen issue. And it was like, well, if I handle this on my own, somebody's gonna have to call the police on us fighting in the middle of the street. Mm-hmm. Well, one of us then you killed in this situation. You got to deal with the fact that sometimes when people, when officers are in a bad mood, their own intention is to cause somebody else to have. Mm-hmm. Right. 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 Absolutely. That's right. exactly it. That's and what makes me curious about the conversation. Kind of person because you're a human, you are going to have a bad day. So what? But you right. are at work. Now you need to put your best uniform. foot forward when you're at mm-hmm. work and try to dis- diffuse any situation that you can Absolutely. So it doesn't escalate to the point where you are drawing your gun and killing someone. Right. But I think that's that that should be across the board. We should all have that attitude. That's what I'm saying. It's across the board. If you already are upset and you are taking that to a scene where you are at, you, your safety is at risk as well. Mm-hmm. So jeopardizing your safety mm-hmm. is which the person that you're coming there to potentially protect and serve. Mm-hmm. You need to check yourself. Right. Right. Because your right. attitude is what's going to make that situation worse. It's a certain type of person that wants to be on North Avenue, Fulton and North Avenue. That's where right. it is a lot, right there. And that, them liquor stores are problems for police. And stuff always, you always see the videos online that get out of control right there in that area. Mm-hmm. And then you look at them, how they wrestle somebody down to the ground. And then they don't think about that, how that's causing pain to that person that you just slam to the ground. You tend intentionally. And you're trying to break their arm. somebody, but you're causing harm in the process of trying to protect and serve. Right. Absolutely. Physical harm, mental harm. Exactly. Start talking. I mean, I don't understand why these people, these officers are not community officers that actually have some kind of relevance in the neighborhood. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. That situation, it would be much better. I, you, growing up, I used to know all of the county officers that was in my area. Uh huh. I know the ones who are here. And that's I, not I, the norm anymore. Everybody's scared to be around the police, but that's uh-huh. because that's the image that they present to you. To it fear is. You. It is. Yeah. That's what yeah. mm-hmm. It is. I'm. I'm. I'm not necessarily torn or on a fence, but. I, as and I don't like to harp on Park Heights, but I lived there for ten months, and the the what I saw was just. I mean, just in the first month alone, it was three people killed. Oh, yeah, I lived there for years, but I I just saw the lack of respect, and I I don't know if it's the chicken or the egg, like which side has to bring the respect first, uh, but. I just saw that there's a mutual disrespect going on. And I, I hate mm-hmm. to keep harping on it, but I don't think any of us are criminals. You know, I ain't gonna put nobody out there, but I don't think any okay. of us. So I don't think this pertains to us. We know what to do when we're faced with a police officer. But mm-hmm. what happens is we sometimes get the brunt of the cops' attitude because attitude. That they, they with us. At 10, like yes. you just said, the two of y'all just had, had interference as a black man that walks through Baltimore City. I've okay. definitely been faced with it. And it's just the craziness of it all, just not being able to, like, communicate. Like, that's a big issue on both sides because I got an attitude because you're a police officer, but you got an attitude 
but you don't know what the hell I'm willing to do because I got an attitude. Right. So like, mm-hmm. I don't know what will fix it other than electing Sheila Dixon again in Baltimore. How you doing? But I don't. Hey, I don't know. Hey, plug, was it? Did she pay for that? I don't Did she pay for that? She, she didn't have to. <laughs> right. I was just asking. I was just asking. And she had to. I'm, always, I'm, I'm always been a fan and I'm a fan still. So. I was just asking. I was just asking. I know. I appreciate it. I'm an equal opportunist. I mean, that's, that's a topic. I mean, I, I think I might bring that back around because that's a topic for yeah. a whole entire show. What? What? Some involved. Because I want an officer from every single district, southeast, southwest, northeast. They ain't finna talk to you because you gotta go through public affairs. That's okay, I can do it. I know T- I know TJ. I can I know that, but I know TJ. He knows people that he can And after you just said go Sheila, he ain't finna come on and get he ain't finna do nothing. Well he knew he wasn't gonna be mad when he started trying to run. Get over it, make nice so she will give you a job. <laughs> All right, let's talk about um real quick. Let's just throw this in here real quick. Um this this that guy that y'all know, he's up there in that White House. Mm-hmm. He's, Sorry, the guy that y'all know. <laughs> <laughs> he's supposed to be coming here this weekend. So uh it's Mayor, the rain. Mayor Butter <laughs> Young gonna release a statement uh, in regards to it. So he says today, um Today, Mayor, uh, here's his statement. His statement says the city acting of Baltimore acting has acting a home order that was put in place to safeguard our residents and the dangers associated with COVID-19. We have worked closely with our health professionals to educate the public about the benefits of social distancing and staying home unless leaving for an essential reason. Like visiting a doctor or picking up groceries, the president, uh, that president, that president, that president Trump <laughs> is, uh, deciding to pursue non-essential travel sends the wrong message to our residents, many of whom have been disproportionately affected by COVID-19 virus. I wish that the president, as our nation's leader, would set the positive example and not travel during the holiday week. In addition to the president sending a conflicting message to our residents, his visit requires personnel and equipment that has a price tag that our city, which is still dealing with the loss of roughly $20 million in revenue per month, simply can't afford to shoulder. I would hope that the president would change his mind and decide to remain home. If he decides, however, to move forward with this scheduled trip to Baltimore, we will, of course, be prepared for his visit. And I mean, not showing up and uh, putting all the police on leave and going to hell home. Sweet honey. Go ahead. Go ahead. That's that kind of show. Go ahead. No, I prayed on it. I already prayed. (laughs) That's the the only effort that I've seen acting Mayor Jack Young uh, give in this whole time. He's been acting as mayor. Oh, that's the best statement he's ever given. Yeah, that's that's the only effort that I've seen in him before. I am impressed by this. But it makes perfect sense. You know that this city is still closed. They've actually told you this. But he doesn't. They're open. Go to Annapolis. There's (laughs) memorials there. There's statues over there. You don't got to come to Fort McHenry. That's the same man. And then you're getting too close to my house. Then you're coming too close to my house. <laughs> Messing up my traffic. I already got. I'm so happy that the. Mm. 
Oh, no, you see this background, baby. This ain't right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he considered all the, the, I don't know, what did he come to do for the memorials and all that? Did he consider that when he was talking his trash about Baltimore City? Like, what you doing now? Did he ever apologize? Like, what are we doing? What is the big deal now? Boy, go away. We don't want you here. You, you don't go here. Absolutely. Moments where I want I want the hood people to come out. If you gonna come out for a damn cookout, you better go over there and ruin that whole. <laughs> because if I have coming here, which means that's gonna make crowds wanna come and see. Hey, no, don't. Not me. Well, people are gonna be too busy partying. Ain't nobody worrying about him. Who partying? Y'all better go in the house. <laughs> Canceled. You know they party. The is canceled. Didn't you see that on the news? It's canceled. They what about they? What about that? They still gonna party. Girls, wrap up. Wrap your girls back up. I'm sorry, Get a cast iron pan and make a yeah. burger. Mm-hmm. Hot dogs, boil them in some water. Oh gosh! Yeah. Stay your asses in the house. You know they ain't doing that. They still just open. It is. That was it. I mean, they're already making suggestions. You know, school. When you go to school, when you first go to school, they will not allow you in school without a vaccine. So that's the next conversation mm-hmm. up on okay. that. Wow. wow. Schools without a vaccine, without your children being vaccinated from the COVID-19. Mm-hmm. That's the next conversation. Wow. Today. I didn't even know that. Wow. That's and it makes total sense. They don't want, if you yeah. don't want your unvaccinated kids in school, if we got this illness that's floating around and killing mm-hmm. people, wait, 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 why would we not? Why would we allow unvaccinated kids back in school? Yeah, and it's only heavy because there are so many people that are against vaccination because they have their right. And I'm not you saying, okay. right, but you mm-hmm. can't come to school. But yikes! Woo, that's heavy, heavy. Yes, I don't <laughs> want to malaria. I don't want to. <laughs> Right. Um, oh, right. my kids is up on their shots. It's so interesting that you know, okay. whooping cough is you know as of last year has started coming back. Like what? What the hell? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whooping cough. Yep. 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 How yep. is that a thing again? Because you're not <laughs> vaccinated, bitch. I'm not getting whooping cough. Right. <laughs> <laughs> The other one was it was an increase in tetanus, people getting tetanus, mm-hmm. yeah. tetanus shot. Now, mm-hmm. how are you getting, getting what rusty nail have you been walking around? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, he said a rusty nail, <laughs> not a rusty nail. Why are you rusty nails? Like, what is going on? Oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Yes. If you don't want your child to be vaccinated, then you need to take the proper precautions to homeschool your child. Mm-hmm. Because the way a cold can go through a school is crazy. Oh, right. God, exactly. yes. Yeah. I think it was maybe like years ago, they had the highest amount of teachers calling out sick that they've ever had because a lot of children were still coming to school sick when you know like and yeah. you don't want to get a child because you're about to die mm. <laughs> we talked about that yesterday COVID-19 is a child cold I heard it was what is it airborne AIDS 
That's what I heard. Uh-oh. No, it's it's a, it's an elementary and middle school. Class. I heard That's that too, nah. I heard that too, nah. Can we be mm-hmm. very clear that it's the China virus? Okay. That food number, what's, what's the number? China. Number 45? That, that y'all the number 45 made? Yeah, yeah. that's made. Yeah. 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 I'm with China that. Virus. I feel that. Okay. Maybe the girl said, I'm sorry, you said what? Virus. So let me tell you, uh, text along with us too at 443-642-9403 as well as comment on any of the, wherever you're watching this live right now, if you comment, we get your comments and and we'll respond to them too. Um, So a Tennessee man posted a photo of Obama um, in a noose, a a noose. No. Not my president. Yeah. Oh. Uh, uh. A formal apology from um, and a full investigation of hate crime and confirmation that the employee has been terminated. Gary Casper was terminated. He thought so he was terminated after he posted an image of the former president, Barack Obama, with a noose around his neck on Facebook. The meme was accompanied with the caption, pay-per-view. And it, what's, what's dumb to me is when we share stuff like that. Mm-hmm. All we're doing is marketing their hate. Like I think that's dumb. I've seen some stuff too, and it wasn't it wasn't on that that extreme, but it was on the the reverse. Doing you know what's so interesting to me is that he is no longer the president, and people are still infatuated with him enough to like keep that m- amount of hate going. Mm-hmm. Like I I got to hate you a whole lot to still be mm-hmm. hovering right. over. Your presidency, mm-hmm. right? That's, that's I had people I went to middle school with. Yeah, okay. I went to middle school with. It was like they still got, they still have people from middle school that have problems with them from middle school. That's you know, the funny part about that though. The funny part about that though. Only the thing that I think the only thing he changed when he moved into the White House was them gold curtains. <laughs> Because they love the way Michelle Obama decorated Wait, their White House. I read, okay. There's an article about him not. Um, him not wanting to keep the tradition going and unveiling um, President Obama's photo in the White House. You did. You did. I would have been okay with it. You don't got to unveil it because I wasn't coming anyway. I do have an empty <laughs> name. I wasn't coming. I don't want you to be I don't want that to be in the history books. I, what I want in the history books is that I wasn't showing up to you for you to unveil my photo. That's perfect. And, and, That's and good. Uh-huh. I don't uh-huh. want it to be in a history book. I was present next to this racist ass man yep. in my photo in the White House. That's yep. not you, you, think, you think Uncle That's Rock going to tweet that he wasn't coming anyway? Wait, who, who Andre? He didn't say anything. This is all coming from media sources that said he wasn't, he wasn't coming. But he hasn't said a word. And that's how I like I'm not going to reply to him because that's what he wants. He wants us to have an open battle live on air. And we're Uncle not Rock, send, send him a I'm reply in oh. I'm in Martha's <laughs> Vineyard. Okay. <laughs> water. Okay. And I'm okay, chilling. I'm good. Charlie. Okay. I'm good. <laughs> but his oh, head, you're not going, Bo. <laughs> you're not going at all. I don't yes. need that. When I, want, I want whoever the next president is to when they get to the unveiling, not to unveil his, but to unveil Barack's. Mm-hmm. Like that, mm-hmm. that would be mm-hmm. Biden. That would be Biden. Biden is mm-hmm. the one that's not going to unveil. Okay, can we can we get into that, Moni? Can, can we, we get into that? Go for it. I got a, I got a question. Um, <laughs> hold on, hold on. Because I got, I got this here in the mail, right? Mm-hmm. Hold on, let me put you up on the screen. Go ahead. 
Anybody else get one of these? Yeah. Give one of these? Yeah, we talked about it. Oh, let me check. Let me look. Let me look. Hold on. So we're going to talk about who's going to be the next president, but we we got paper ballots. We're going to talk about it? Go for it. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. You don't like it? I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't. I love it. I love it. One way or the other, you're still dealing yes. with a person. Yes, that, I have one of those. You're still dealing with a person intervening in your vote, which means that people that are in like your polling place, they intervene. Sometimes they leave um, baskets of votes. Yeah. Like, are you not so this to me, this is just another way for us to not get more accurate results. You think so? I I I, I, I don't think so. I think there's going to be more voting than ever before this way. You think so? I do. I do think so. That's why I asked about yesterday. I asked about the prepaid envelope because if it wasn't a prepaid envelope, that's when I think voting okay. turnouts have been low. It's a prepaid envelope in that envelope. You put it on your. You go to the mailbox and you put it in the mailbox and it goes right downtown. It's not like it's going out of state. Right, and you have nobody has no excuse. Most people are not working. All you gotta do is my mailbox on my street is right on the corner. There's no excuse for me not to walk to the corner to put the or drive, walk to the corner and put that thing in the mail. You would drive right down to 900 Fayette. I'm gonna say this again. I see it's two parts. It is. It is a problem. First of all, the mail is behind already. Exactly right. Let's be very clear and transparent. The mail is behind. On on every aspect and avenue, the post office. I got my bills on time. Um, What's wrong with your mail? <laughs> 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 Try to mail something out. Try to mail something out. Not how long it got his birthday card from April. Amen. I mailed something so. April twenty. April. Hold on, please. I, I mailed something early April. So I think people are going to go. April twenty second. I'm waiting for something to still get to Laurel from April twenty second. So no, I'm I'm not buying the oh everything is just working. Maybe just you should have sent the priority. Second. <laughs> First class. Well, first class mail has always been slow because they are promoting. First class, two days. It's, it's, it's May 21st. And when you send it? April 22nd. But see, that's weird because I've sent stuff in the mail on first class and it's actually mm-hmm. gotten there in three days. But, but that's, that's the difference. And that's, that's already problematic. You can send something, it'll get where it's supposed to get. I can do something. And so if I mail my ballot when it's supposed well, to be. Maybe you need to live closer to your post office. Oh, your ballot's going to get there on time. Please. It did take a, a couple extra days because I thought the ballot was going to be here by last Friday. And mine mm-hmm. came, uh, what, the other day, Tuesday? So, no, I got my last week. My concern is that I got my stimulus letter on time. I still ain't got that. <laughs> still ain't got that. I got that. my stimulus my concern is before the we letter. We already came, like, have a happened. ballot count problem in Baltimore. Yeah. But I, that's why I said. So I to give me a paper, I actually kind me, of figured that this would be better because it's all going to one central location, which is the, the, the board of the But that's what. Where it doesn't have to be shuffled all the way back to that building to be recounted, to be certified. If that's a concern for you, they have drop off locations for you to be able to drop them up. If yeah, you don't yeah, feel like boxes all over the Can place. we push that? That's, trust that's trust and believe. I'm not new to the voting. Um, <laughs> well informed, I still am not a fan. Mm. But I, my, you're doing the same thing that you would do anyway. It's just 
you're not going to a polling place. But this is the same thing that I'm they do. Still, when you I am, I am even more concerned with it being a paper ballot. I don't know how many well, other languages can't, I can't gotta say that. It's nothing we can do about it, but right. So, the, so the as it pertains to our mayoral election, see at this point, we're just council president. president. And I come on. I, At this point, it's a test run. So I think we need to wait and see. I mean, because we're all talking about this in, 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 you know, before it even happened. This is the first time mm-hmm. it's happened here in Baltimore. It's the first time it happened here in Maryland that we had to do a mail-in ballot. Besides absentee yeah. So I think with the turnout that comes out of absentee voting, that already proves that, this mm-hmm. is, that it was successful. You do know that with the, the highest turnout is always in the absentee side anyway. That's a good point. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. No, good point. What, what, what's your point on making sure that all of these ballots are accurately counted? Because they don't lose. And, and not even just that they're accurately counted, that people actually mail them in. But that's, well, see, that's, that's, not, that's not my problem. My problem is, that you, that my problem is, is hoping that you will because a lot of people won't. I mean, mm-hmm. just on the strength that they're they lazy. Mm-hmm. Yes. you're hoping mm-hmm. that they will I can't be responsible for what you're not going to do if you're not proud of your city because I'm proud of my city and I'm going to vote to make sure it gets better mm-hmm. and I want us to tack on well, that's my responsibility I can't be responsible vote. for how anybody else does it right I think that yeah, we just have to do I think that's the part that we all can do is we're like hey you want to vote we're kind of just holding you know people that, in that that's what I always have you your ballot so, have you got right. your ballot and then tack on that second part of knowing that there are drop boxes. I think that because mm-hmm. that's the only thing I've been worried about, like, oh, it's the mailing part. Uh oh. Mm-hmm. So it's like, hey, as soon as you fill it out, baby, have it in your pocket, put it in your car. Well, your vote will always count. If you get it in the mail by next Friday, as long as it's post postmarked by next Friday. Okay. It's and, and those are small details that people need to know. Yeah. Right. Because mm-hmm. ho- hopefully it'll mean that it's a lot of people that have not, because Lord knows in 2020, there are still individuals in our own communities that are proud to say that they have never voted. Mm-hmm. So that's true. take it take that's into consideration of that and okay, we'll just deal with what is. So trying to change that, right? So if we can press the fact of we gotta push these small details. We can't operate, you know in Baltimore, it is like very normal for us to operate as if you just know. Right. Yeah. So because we have to consider the fact that there's a lot of us, just us, mm-hmm. out here that have not voted or, you know, uh-huh. the first time in a while or whatever the case may be, and we're looking for it to, you know, grow and be better, then we have to make sure that in our conversations that we're having, we're including those details. Hey, you know that it's long to post dated, da 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 da. Hey, uh-huh. if you're not comfortable. Hey, I understand you didn't get your birthday call. You know what? You don't want that to happen with your ballot. Go and drop that thing off. Okay. Tell them as soon as you find out the location. Hey, girl, you know it's nearby the market. It's nearby that nail salon you used to go to. Now you know how to get there. <laughs> <laughs> right, you right. Worry about this too. We gotta help out with the Where's mine? Hold me accountable here because I keep looking at it. Like, I'm going to take it to the box soon if I can probably get off of here. Okay. It says, fill in the oval. <laughs> it's like it's very specific. It's fill in the mm-hmm. oval to the left of the name of your choice. You must blacken the oval completely. Don't put no dots. Right, right. And do not uh, make any marks outside of the oval. Okay, you you did coloring books before, right? You do not have to vote <laughs> in every race, so you don't have to choose every person that's on your ballot. 
except for Lindsay, because mm-hmm. she only got one option. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, no. What district is she in? <laughs> she in Howard County. Howard. Oh, yeah, I live in Howard County. Sorry. She didn't even get to vote for the president. <laughs> I've been looking for my, I've been looking at my city council rep right now. <laughs> Listen, can we can we start some virtual voting parties? Hey, girl, let's get on. This. Okay, what are we doing? Stop that. I'm not waiting. Dixon's campaign, then they send out regular reminders and everything. I'm not mad. Can we also, can we just say, because this is something I have always pressed, right, for our folks to know that I, here's the thing. So you'll hear a lot of people speaking about the people that say that they, you know, are proud that they never, I would never vote, y'all. Mm-hmm. So I try to, you know, like educate a little bit, like, well, you know, if you're not comfortable with, or you don't feel as though whoever's on the ballot would represent, you know, your I- idealistic, whatever the case may be, your ideals, um, and what you lo- are looking for, for your state, for your country, whoever you're voting for, right? Then put your name on it, cast an empty ballot. Could you imagine that the whole say if the whole city just was like, nope, everybody's on here. I ain't him. I ain't with it. And you cast in an empty ballot. That says something. No, it's it also can make a problem. decision. Three people no. did. Well, you did one person you. that you really super hate. Three people then signed up for one person that you super hate, and that person then becomes your mayor, your president. <laughs> just by default from three votes. Zero. Yeah. All I'm saying is, all I'm saying. Is that it's, to it's come together to mean everybody going to change every? That's my point. I know that's like really big thinking, mm-hmm. but just imagine that if it was everybody that came together, be like no, nobody. If we had this, you basically I think I'm ready to be mayor. So no, if I write me in, I will do it. I'm gonna write you. All right, let me write you. I'm writing myself. It's not the same as staying home. Staying home is not voting at all. Voting. Empty ballot is something totally different. Mm-hmm. Totally mm-hmm. different. That's, a, that's a waste of paper. No, sir. No, that's sir. a waste of paper. No. You killing trees. Now you killing See? trees. Now the green party will be after you. No, no, no. <laughs> no, because you can stand your ground and say that that is your vote. That is your ballot. But no, nobody. Try again. Bring me somebody else. Now, would it change? It well, here's the question. No. Nate brought this question up yesterday because he, you know, he said that people are not saying, because I'm going to ask this question now, people are not saying who they're voting for. And I don't know why that's a secret. Like, you still right. beat up because you vote for the wrong person. If you vote for Trump, that's the wrong person. Because no. they want to jump ship when, uh, right. when, another, when the person wins. Right. right. So I'm, I'm going to ask this question out, and I'm, I want the comments to start flooding in, too, because I want to know, in particular, who you're voting for and just a simple sentence of why. Right. Because I know I, my reasoning, my reasoning for voting for Sheila is because I want to return to a time uh, where it wasn't such discourse. And so hostile. And I remember that time being when I lived in uh, Suibo, Southwest Baltimore, Pigtown, Morrell Park, whatever you want to call it. Westwood. Okay. <laughs> so we vote, <laughs> baby. Why are you throwing this up? What are you doing? When I used to live. Okay. And that's okay. Right. Yeah, okay. But it was beautiful. When I lived there, when I first moved in the area, and that was like, that's now 20 years ago. When I first moved in the area, it was beautiful. Flowers was everywhere. They used to come and get my trash twice a week. Oh, wow. All that kind of stuff. 
And trash twice a week. Ooh, you speaking. <laughs> trash was twice a week back then. And Miss those days. My God. And changed the one with the caveat of one trash day, one recycle day. We had a trash can for trash and a trash a trash can for recycling. Mm-hmm. That worked. It actually did work. You lost that extra day of trash because you weren't being filthy and eating fatly. Because you were mm-hmm. like, what, was that, what was that last word? Fatly. Fatly. <laughs> Fatly. Yeah, for the ones in the back. In the bike. Yeah. That is the act of at fatting. All right. <laughs> 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 we're going to a public school system. Sorry. Ooh. <laughs> but I, I missed that. I mean, I don't, and we still have the option to recycle, but it doesn't feel. As no one cares. It's, it doesn't feel as no one cared. As, as mm-hmm. I remember coming outside and it was those yellow bins that said mm-hmm. Baltimore City on the side. And you, and you walk past people's houses and you see the milk cartons and the cans yeah. and the bottles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It made sense. Mm-hmm. It, certain was, it was accessible mm-hmm. too. It was accessible. Because you all you had to do was just go outside and you know just throw it in the bin. So we need two trash cans. That's all we need, really. A recycling, right. a green one, and a yellow one. And not having to buy it. And what, we also buy it. Need, right. what we also need is for this system of when you lose your trash can or when somebody steals it like they did shortly after I moved here. Two, three months to wait for a, a new trash can? Absolutely crazy. Oh yeah, yeah. I went through that too. My, mine got stolen soon as they. It was like, oh, we're waiting for the serial number and for it to be chipped. But I found mine. I know that's right. But it's a dog. <laughs> if you don't bring it, so I can't. Put it. <laughs> I found it. Oh my god! By the time they 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 finally brought a new one, we already bought another one. Like, oh, can I have months? What? Well, because my neighbor, when he was cutting my grass, he left. No, I'm not. And I gave it back, or they took it back. But whatever. I can already tell on myself. I can both of I found mine, right? <laughs> it was in one of my filthy whore neighbors' backyards, right? <laughs> and <laughs> when they got evicted. Now. Them, <laughs> I took theirs. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, I, I definitely kept using my neighbors. Mine oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If you didn't know, I get people evicted. If you're filthy, you got to fucking go. Oh, 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 man, Lord, neighbor. That's one thing I do not in my living arrangements for my neighbors. (laughs) Tell you, you've always been like that. I've always been that way because I I don't (laughs) like dirt and I don't like um, filthiness. I like beauty. I like beauty. And that's okay. And I want to live in beauty. That's what I want to live in. Beautiful. I want the sun to shine all the time. Like, see, right now, it's 9. I was say, be and the sun don't never go down in my house. It'll never go down. <laughs> oh, you <laughs> must down. Sat down. Sat down. That's all that radiation in your neighborhood. You must have- <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I had to go to Dundalk. I was like, oh my gosh, if y'all see me this afternoon, please know if I smell it because I've been in Dundalk. I smell like Dundalk. It's just- oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
So um, just to, you know, carry on with the uh, conversation about Baltimore City, um, the city council has now voted to extend the state of emergency for Baltimore and Baltimore County for another 45 days. Oh, wow. Okay. That doesn't mean that they're locked down, but, you know, because they did start opening things up, but the state of emergency has been extended. And um, and then moving on to this one because this is a big conversation. I think that's probably going to start kick the, kick off another conversation. Yeah, but y'all say who y'all voting for yet? Y'all just skip. Uh, that question wasn't for them for the the panel. That question was yeah. for the, the, the texters, callers. Yeah, the listeners. Um, yeah. What else on under the bus? I guess y'all got your hands in your pocket. Who you voting for for president? Let's talk about that. Y'all just, just got away with that one. From that as well. Um. So no, this pastor who claimed to um, cure the coronavirus with faith and prayer oh. dies of coronavirus. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So it's um, a pastor and former presidential candidate of Cam in Cameroon. That's Africa, right? Cameroon. Okay, I'm not going. He claimed he had cured coronavirus um, by laying hands. It has reportedly died of the. Mm, mm, hold on, he died of the infection. Okay. I can't say the name. So I can't tell you who his name is. His uh, first first name is Frank Line, but the, uh, okay. the next name start with an N, so I got a D after it. So it's N D. So uh, I'm, okay. I just can't go there. Okay. Okay. Died on Saturday at the age of thirty nine. The authorities had to force had to use force to enter last name, not known residence because his followers who believed he was a prophet had blocked the entry as they prayed for his resurrection. What? Okay. Uh, 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 uh. Thundering? Oh, see, he hear you talking about him. Mm. <laughs> you said <laughs> for his resurrection? <laughs> he know he's talking about him. This is a pastor that has been laying hands on on the sick. Well, he was prone. Okay, <laughs> he's been laying hands on the sick and claiming that he cures COVID nineteen. If you, the person that claims that you are curing COVID nineteen, you are dead. What about the fellow people that were affect, affected by COVID nineteen? Where are they? Oh yeah, that's a good question. Hmm. Now that he is dead, I don't know how the people that he was laying hands on. Well, that's how he got it because he was laying hands on sick people. Mm -hmm. That doesn't take a genius. Exactly. 3,733 confirmed COVID infections and 146 deaths in Cameroon. We forget the fact that they say to you, now don't ever get me about quoting the Bible, baby. Now I love Lord Savior Jesus Christ, baby, but quoting his word ain't a strong point, right? Okay. huh? Uh, yeah, I'm definitely staying in my lane. However, I, you know, I do a little mix of it. <laughs> so, Evangelist Bina. Come, come, come on here. <laughs> <laughs> so all I'm saying is I think that we forget about the part of, you know, abide by the, what is it, the law of the land or something mm-hmm. like that. You, you just, because then that's what, you don't understand that you as the representative, you could be the only person in your family or that most of your relatives know that goes to church or that reads scripture or anything like that, that you mm-hmm. are the church for them, right? So you're the representative. So uh-huh. you fucking that faith up. Sorry to say, but 
Like you, you messing that up for them because you, you done went left and you're not really doing what's smart and what's right, what's good for you, what's good for the people. What's good but for isn't people it, but there's, there's, a, there's a point when you take your faith too far. Absolutely. What I mean, what he was doing had nothing to do with faith. That's not right. do that to the church. Right. What he was doing was being one of those fake prophets. That's what he was doing. Absolutely. So honestly believe that his Lord and Savior was there anointing him to do this. But there's something in the Bible that says that why be foolish and die before your time? Come on, here. Right. <laughs> but he was going to no. He was continuing to follow in his position as what is he a pastor? on people inhaling. That's what he does. Let's equally divide that word. You said is. That means his flesh. That means he was going to his own understanding and not God. Amen. That's where that's where the whole message. Y'all all living in a fantasy, so I'm not even trying to hear it from any of you because the fantasy is. Well, you're the only one with the fake background. So, what fantasy are you? Argument. All right, so wait a minute. We got. Hold on. Let's get to the text because I was getting ready to go in, and I don't feel like it. Um, (laughs) Hello, my name is Hannah. I voted for Joe Biden. Please don't get on me, but I'm 18. My first time voting. He just triggered me in something on some things. He just triggered me. Did she show it wasn't a tingle? Was it a tingle or was it a trigger? Was she tingled somewhere? Because that's all. Is that what you're trying to get at? Because he touched her. Is that? Well, she commented on my on my watch party and she said he intrigued me with some things. Y'all played so much. Do that, baby. It it does say that. You can't read. Is she, is she I would see myself as a Democrat or a Republican. I disagree with Trump, but I support our gov- our government. Well, that's well, smart. Is, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's and that's, that's okay. I'm an independent, so I can understand that. Yeah. Yeah. Right, okay. Independent. Yeah. Okay. Kind of. I, I classify myself. I, I classify myself as a Democrat, but you know, in paper. But I go from right. I can I can see both sides of things, mm-hmm. and then I understand what's right from wrong. Absolutely. <laughs> and I believe that if you put effort into it, we can have it all. Mm-hmm. I believe and that's what are always our conflict is that you don't want people to have it all. Yes. People don't want well, people, to have people it all. don't want us to have it all. Who? Certain individuals don't want us to have That's it all. That's what I mean. The, the Republicans don't always want people to have it all, and the Democrats don't always want people to have it all either. But right. if we come together in rightfulness and give people what they need to survive and live and and not suffer and have to work 40 and 50 hours a week. You sound like a pastor, Ma. Ma. Yeah, I was going to say. Pastor Wiley. <laughs> pastor Wiley. We pastor money. That problem. Let me tell you all from place. There's time for right and there's a time for wrong. And when you try to try to say you can't afford to do something and then you go buy um, a bunch of tanks and a bunch of uh, Navy vessels, mm-hmm. you could afford it. You just didn't want to mm-hmm. afford it. Yep, absolutely. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-hmm
And, and the same thing goes for Mr. Hogan. We can't afford education, but we can afford a Pimlico racetrack. Uh-huh. What was that? Come on, come on now. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, I was in the spirit of it. Oh, see, 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 that's the Republican side of him coming out. I guess I guess you're trying to monetize the fact that education brings out graduates that then earn money to pay taxes. Is that how you're summarizing that? Because I mean, that's a portion of it. Generator. It's a that's a big portion of it. But we have always been overlooked in our urban. But but I'm trying to figure out how you can monetize how you're trying to monetize the Pimlico racetrack with education. Well, because those the, those uh, uh, bills that were that he vetoed, part of the one of those bills was rehabbing and restructuring Pimlico Racetrack, and he voted for that and against education. That's what I'm saying. So you right. you so how are you monetizing that, that, that in a time where he's trying to use the Pimlico Racetrack to generate more revenue? The revenue that I just re- reported on for Baltimore was losing twenty million dollars a month. Uh-huh. How are you uh-huh. trying to monetize uh-huh. the fact that we can't afford five hundred and eighty million dollars in education right now? Over ten years. Over ten years. Let's let's let's, let's make sure we're putting all the information out there. So in ten years, this bill was for over a ten year period, not this year. But right. for a Pimlico racetrack, what he right. could but have he was still spending money that man who owns Amazon, uh, since he's not paying no taxes, he could have partnered with the city to help rehab that. We're not going to go with you tonight, Nate. Is we're not going to bring in other subjects and to not answer the question. That's one of the things. I'm about solutions, though. Let's bring the table. Hold on. Did you just mute him? I did. I was getting ready to. He stopped, though. No, the question is on the table. That's on the table is one is an exit of money. Mm-hmm. Pay for education. Not saying that it's not well worth it. I'm not saying that it's not worth it. What I'm saying is one is an exit of money that we don't have because we're losing money every single day mm-hmm. because of the mm-hmm. pandemic. Mm-hmm. We're losing money every single day. The racetrack being renovated is to drive up revenue. So we can bring yeah, money in. No Let me finish. The race um, track is to bring in revenue to drive things to pay uh-huh. for education and things of such. That's when not we don't have any money right now to pay for that, how um, is it going to get paid without revenue coming into the state? Well, how they gonna get paid? How they how they gonna pay for a race track that ain't nobody at right there right now? Ain't no horses running there right now. Right. I mean, I, I don't get that. That was a bill, right? Uh-huh. We're talking uh-huh. about the bill yeah. that was passed yes. to renovate the, the Pimlico racetrack, which is already standing and is falling apart, quite frankly. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they were to renovate yeah. it to bring in money that will pay yeah. for it and future things. Yes. Well, they said that about the casino. They said that about the uh, football stadium. Well, the, the casino thing, I don't know if that meant that... that, that you know, even fits into the conversation because the casino thing is being, I think it was mismanaged. Well, what what happened with the Pimlico racetrack? Is that going to be managed properly? Because nothing was mismanaged about the Pimlico racetrack, to my knowledge. It's just falling apart. It's old. Well, I mean... No one wants to go there because it's dilapidated. Because there are no hotels close by. (laughs) 
Well, why can't they find a private donor or something? Why? I mean, why? Why must they? If they were falling out the woodwork, they would have. I, I do believe <laughs> private donors ain't falling mm-hmm. out the woodworks. Not for racing. Well, that's that's that was part of my solution is to get Amazon to partner since they're not paying Amazon, but Amazon has to want to do it, right? Well, I mean, if you say either you pay taxes or a partner, I mean, I think that right. Works. But that's I don't, again, you're trying to make the consumer suffer for you to get something done. That's not right. You, you, you mean you the consumer? You don't. I am the consumer. Yes, I am the consumer. I use Amazon. Yes, indeed, I am the consumer, and I would like to not pay for my shipping. <laughs> Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So children... I would like to not pay another extra fee for my shipping, please. So children are less important than your shipping cost. What you say for me? What you say? I got my education. That's what I'm trying... I fought to take the nail for mine. I didn't need it. You got yours. You got yours. So they got to get this. Amen. Amen. Oh. Amen. Okay. 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 Okay paper ballot because it can be easily manipulated and even with the electronic it can be hacked and so it's it's, it's a double double sword edge a double edge sword sorry that's the right word. well aren't, aren't <laughs> all of us using paper ballots anyway right but you actually put it through you watch you're supposed to stand there and watch them put it through the electronic machine at the no, time no i did you know, you I, put it through yourself. I, I did too you i did too i was like okay okay mm-hmm. do i get a receipt I mean, yeah, okay. that would have been a better solution to do that and then i mean but i mean if they're going to see it's a pandemic well, outside here's the thing if they're going to rig the election there was nothing any of us could do about it in the first place. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So you yeah, just got to put it. your best foot forward and hope they don't. That's the oh, only right. I mean, you say vote. I, yeah, I you say vote no regardless. Vote yourself. They're not going to let you do that. I <laughs> you say vote regardless. You're not going in there with your thumb, your little thumb gripper <laughs> and clicking it and, and counting them yourself. <laughs> Definitely not doing that because you got COVID, so you don't want to be like you Not only that, that, but you got other yeah. germs out there, too. You got to get the little, the little thing that they sell. And they, you got to put yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. but you know what? That is a that's a conversation for our community though to put your best foot. If we were saying that, you know, put your best foot forward, put your best efforts, you know, forward, and hope for the best. That even goes back to when we were talking about the police brutality. That when mm-hmm. all the instances that we can think of that we as a people did not receive the justice that we were hoping for and looking for, you still keep moving forward. That is right. Absolutely. Absolutely. You got to put the best people in office. So if your board of elections, if if you don't believe in your board of elections and that they're going to count your vote correctly, then you in in that seat. That's true. You have to be actively a part of your everyday government. Like you, you are part of the checks and balances. Not just the people we have elected. We got to stay stay on the course. Not just absolutely. That is a part of the checks and balances because you was the check that put that person in office. So that yeah, but we got to stay on top of them. Right, but we how do you stay on top of somebody that's counting a million ballots if you're going there presently to count them behind them? 
because they only going to be one right now, but you got to stay on top of them by going to these town hall meetings, by continuously, continuously making sure you're standing up. That I don't have time to go to the town hall meeting. That's why things will never change because you don't have time. <laughs> I, you I don't, I don't. And that's why this is, the system is set up that way that we don't have time to go to the meeting. I can, it I, I, it's like hard it. for me to change the system. I can agree with you that we all should you make the time. time. Is there a virtual way to do it? Is there a virtual way to do it now? Online, so you could have went to that one, or urge the people that you know have the time. Like, right? You got to make the time to do. As I say, just you got to make time. I think part of the issue. How do you make time? How how do you make time? Okay. I think for me, I think part of the issue is that we don't start early enough. Um, most of the, no, that's a lie because most of the time. Say I'm a doctor. Say I'm a doctor. Excuse me. I got to stop this surgery. I can't really make up what he's saying. Like, it sounds muffled. Yeah, but most of If you're a doctor, you can't make time. He said, excuse me. I got to stop this I mean, unless you come in late or. Only thing you can do is what? Write a letter, go online on your own, your something. When they don't like you, like you just said, when they have these letter drives, you got to put the letter in there. Send yeah. your letter, send your email, do your yeah. part. Something, yeah. That's the only way, you know. Right. But if you're not showing up at all and you're just waiting for the next election day, they will continue to do that dirt. But they got to know that their constituents are watching them and they're paying attention. Right, and when right. we pay attention, that's going to be the I don't think that there is enough emphasis. Um, as as our young people are growing up in and in school and in the community, there is not enough emphasis on them being more active and more involved mm -hmm. in this whole process. The we community association meetings, like if 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 I don't have a family member that goes to a community association meeting faithfully, and I wasn't dragged to it as a child, I probably don't know anything about it, know right. very mm -hmm. little about it don't even know where to start to find the information. So unless I, I run into somebody who has educated me on it or has taken the time to not belittle me, but actually educate me on it and not ridicule me, but actually take the time to educate me and educate me early. Because we're, we're, we're in a city and we're in a crisis where we can't talk to our, our high schoolers because some of them are, well, we can't talk to all of our high schoolers because some are already off put as it pertains to like like voting in general mm -hmm. so while we can we need to address them we need to talk to them we need to educate them we also need to start earlier mm. and get them into the swing of things because if we try to catch them all in high school right before they turn 18 like oh you're 18 go vote but we haven't educated them enough on the process and the policies and what is and what isn't who is and who isn't then we're, we've already failed we can't expect somebody we, at some point, we've got to stop looking for just the 60-year-olds and 70-year-olds to be in these community association meetings. We need to be dragging some of our young people in them. We also don't have Absolutely. enough of our young people sitting in some of these conversations with the CEO meetings. However, I don't see anybody just turning their nose up at that. No, because they're probably not at the conversation with the CEO meeting. They're, you know, like we, we can't just pick and choose. We've got to engage them early and keep them involved continuously. We've got to educate them and continuously to educate because we can't always expect our, the parents to also do it because they don't uh -huh. even always don't know either. the ins, the outs, right. the who's, the why's. So mm -hmm. continuously educate and not say, oh, you need to come on out. But for what? Mm -hmm. 
for what? Help me what understand before you? I get there why exactly. I'm coming because if I never had been there, I don't know what I'm looking for. Right. I don't Absolutely. know what to expect. Right. I, I get a lot of what you're saying, and and I deal a lot of with my parents uh, at the schools like this. At some point, you got to get up off your ass, and you yeah. got to want better for yourself and your mm. children. People can't be yes. feeding adults information. Yes. You're not taking it in. You're not digesting it. And it's just going past. So now your child doesn't see the significance of us getting up to vote because they ain't never seen you make the time to get up and vote. So we got to have a long talk with mentality. my daughter about that. If we all have that mentality of, well, we can't keep spoon feeding adults. We've already spoon feeding yeah. everyone. Like if we all have that same crab in the barrel mentality, because that's exactly what that is, then we're still screwing everyone else. We're still screwing our young people. We all can't have that mentality. Somebody's got to say, all right, even if it's just for today, even if it's once a week. They're on social media. You got elderly Sheila Dixon on Facebook Live at least three times a week. I mean, what else What else can somebody do other than go vote for you? Like, how, many people, how many people are you reaching in social you media? Like, your social media platform is only reaching, but so why? You tried it with elderly? I had a talk with my daughter about <laughs> Nate, are you covering your mic? Our politics and our president. Are you I'm like, I, can, I can hear him clearly, and then he's muffled, and then I'm like, I hear elderly very clear. You heard that? I heard that too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm, I'm saying it, but that's the excuse that just like that. Don't you move your finger? Don't you move your finger. <laughs> but that's this excuse that everybody has. If I don't have the information, or I don't have X, Y, Z. You got to find it on your own. I don't know how to find it. it. I right. talk to my name? daughter about it. What, what, we have to talk to our children about it because they're the future. I've talked to my daughter about politics several times Google how to get their food stamps and how to get their stimulus and Google how to get that with the unemployment. We all ain't nobody know how to do that online until now. So now, but, you know how much hair today was about the food stamps? Like, my thing is, just I'm just speaking, and I might be playing devil's advocate. I don't even mean to be. But, you know how you said that, Sheila, I'm not going to use the other word that you put in front of me. <laughs> okay. So, Sheila, okay, Sister Dixon, amen. So, so, said, what, three times a week? I don't even know that, right? So, my thing is, it's just about, like, pushing that. That's all, if that's all that people do enough, and just uh, as we get to sharing, we can share at least My door. I can't stand so just to share enough and to, for it to catch at some point instead mm-hmm. of being like I'm saying this again because they should know that she lied no because I don't even know that and I'm somebody you know that I guess mm-hmm. would like to you know see that hear about it would enjoy it would engage you know what I mean so it's it is it's uh, everything I guess is double sided because it's like a again it does take for somebody to actually do something about it but I can't ask a question about something that I don't know anything about so by me never knowing mm-hmm. that Sheila is, you know, going live three times a week, I can't even ask, well, which days that she's going live? Because I only know if it's going live. And, and, I, and I don't want to, I don't want to disrespect anybody, but being a, who, who are you voting for? Or in terms of the mayor, this general mayor? No, Nate, we're going we gonna to go back real quick. Okay, so, but, so it don't matter then. So whoever you're voting for, are you on their Facebook page? Are you signed up for their phone text messages? 
or you just you just know the person and that's who I'm voting for. You just waiting for No, that's not I'm actually not sure who I'm voting for for mayor, to be very honest. And I'm not on their page. So mm-hmm. I can I can be very transparent. All yeah. I was saying was before you said it didn't matter was that my name is Benita. Like Benita. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's all I was saying before you said Benita. it didn't matter, but you know, that's okay. We're gonna No, no, no I didn't, I didn't I wasn't talking about your name. I thought you were saying like uh, so Benita. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. What's going on? I've been saying that being this whole time. I, 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 I know. It's not a business. Look at that. See, this is what you have to do. Like, you have to. Who the trickle? Oh, Jesus. If I wasn't listening to you this third time you said it, I was right. Yes, third time, third time, uh, job, amen. Yeah, and it's only. Well, this is what happens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing. Mm. Lord, and like I'm caught. I'm triggered. I'm. I'm not following anybody that I would think that I am by voting for. So literally, as you said, oh, heard, she told me in her, um, on her test show that she was voting for Sheila. So that's all I'm saying. Yeah, but I'm saying if you vote for her, like go follow them. Like that's right. why some of our favorite restaurants will be closed through this because we're not supporting them. Like, and it, 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 that's we have it. to support the things that we want. And if you don't know, you got to find out. Like, you Sheila can come to your house and click friend Sheila on your Facebook. Like, she can't do that. I mean, anybody, I mean, well, I don't know how many of y'all was living in the state. I mean, in the city when she was mayor. Does anybody remember when she was mayor? Yeah, I, I do. I mean, I, I was remember. like her number one fan, baby. I was so proud. Black woman, yeah. <laughs> I was broken hearted when we got right, caught up. Right. Only man what she did. O'Malley finished. She came on board. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 And it just so happened. It, 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 it failed. I mean... Mm-hmm. What was this? Okay. All right, no, I'm not going there. Never mind. Let's let's just continue because I don't. I, I can't. Why are you scared? I said enough this week about this. Why are you pacing? You know, but well, like, I you mean, because I saw that it's <laughs> making my soul hurt, y'all. What? Yes, like that. You making me very nervous. Like very nervous. You trying to burn some? You stressing my life out right now, please. No, because I'm used to sitting down and I'm standing up. Right oh, now, damn, baby, stay Why don't you go in the house? Let me grab you a chair. Okay, go, go sit in the bed. Just sit in your normal setup because you, you really stress my whole time. Like, please. <laughs> um, all right, so look, I'm going to go in. I ain't even been able to concentrate because you're pacing so much. Now, what happened? Mike? So, they say now, um, this happened in Washington State actually, though, but hundreds of millions in fraudulent jobless benefits claims. So, hundred, hundreds of millions of dollars were, um, have gone to people making fraudulent unemployment claims. Unemployment? Ooh, hundreds of millions? Oh, said uh, that the state is, in cur- is currently working with the federal law enforcement, financial institutes, and the U.S. Department of Labor to investigate the fraud and to try to recover the money paid out during the coronavirus crisis. <laughs> Levine, oh, the commissioner, uh, said she can't release specific numbers of details on the ongoing investigation, but okay. she said that countermeasures taken by the state have prevented hundreds of millions of additional dollars from going out to criminals 
and have pre- prevented thousands of fraudulent claims being filed. So I can see, I can see how that would, that would be easy to do because, you know, part of it is, you know, with the coronavirus is people um, that have their, uh, that are sole proprietors, they have their own business, they do subcontracting work mm-hmm. and, uh, that can create anything to prove their income because they don't have to pay taxes. Mm-hmm. So I can see how that was easy to be done. But hundreds of millions, right? And, well, and, you, and have to, you have to send proof. You you do have to send proof of uh, right. even if it's subcontracting. Your proof is an Excel spreadsheet that you printed out that said this is what I made right. this month. Because but you hundreds of money, millions. So there's no submission of taxes. Submission of wages. What qualifies as fraud? Is it is it the fact that they did not have a job or they? Or the fact that you, you probably only made, if you did have a uh, um, a subcontracting business, that you made $15,000 last year, but you claimed that you made 150000 this year, and where's your proof? Oh, wow. That's the whole thing. Hundreds of millions. Like, I, feel like, I feel like y'all president right now. Like My president's Obama. <laughs> I mean, 38.6 million people on unemployment right now. Not all of them are legit employees. There are, some of them are sole contractors. But this, you said this is across the whole uh, United of the States. Yes. Unemployment? No, 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 no. No, no, the, the no. no. This was just millions. in the state of Washington. This was just in the state of Washington. Oh. I didn't even know it was hundreds yeah. of millions of people in the state of Washington. I didn't either. <laughs> I didn't say hundreds of millions of people. I said hundreds of millions of dollars. Hundreds of millions of dollars. That's why I'm stuck on the money. Like, geez, that's still a lot of money. It's a, <laughs> part of yes. me, and, I, and I understand, but a part of me feels like this is their their push to get people back out and working again. And they, they look, they need a reason. Like the gentleman that was on Love and Hip Hop who lied and, you know, justify oh, me. Yes. I feel like this may be a little suspect. Because even if you are like you, if you did contracts before, you still have a what is it, a W nine? So it's yes. still, it's if you were doing that type of work, you had to have show proof. You still have, you can't just file unemployment. But no, you know, no, people make up fake W twos every day, B. People make fake pay stuff every day, B. They can make a fake W nine. They need to verify the ten ninety nine earn unemployment. That's the point. We're the people that are verifying. So if if we think of just the state of Maryland, you see how they're doing a mess. Right, but how do you verify a subcontractor did the work that they're saying they got paid? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. That's my point. So like they're, the, 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 the job was filled out that through the, the, they still had to fill it out through no, whatever. You don't have, they, not necessarily. If you're a contractor, there may not have been a receipt. Yeah, loopholes, yeah. You don't have to give a receipt or anything for work performed. And then, yeah, you don't know. But again, that's how they're figuring out the fraud because they probably requested bank statements and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. for the money that you stand that you got paid. Where mm-hmm. did it run through your bank account at? Right. That's how they're figuring out the fraud. So it must be every state isn't following the same procedures. No, eventually it's probably going to trickle down. I just bet they haven't done any auditing of this here. Right. Other state, but Washington was the first state that got hit with the coronavirus. 
That's true. Right. Ooh, right. So they're they filing due diligence, doing this tracking and trying to figure out where these people that so-called businesses that aren't even probably registered yeah. or yeah. just started their business two weeks after the crisis hit. And now they're claiming that they got to pay these employees and get mm-hmm. mm-hmm. unemployment. So it's not it's not the individual unemployment. It's the it's the businesses that's claiming it. Or? No, no, I'm sorry, I, I added that in there. I'm talking about for people okay. that got those claims now too. That people are taking the paycheck loans that never right. even had a business before the crisis started. Right. Now, um, this is the Asian man that actually did that. Um, I thought I had the story, but I don't. I don't know. Okay. Man lied to try to get $20 million in federal coronavirus aid. A Chinese man who tried to get $20 million in federal aid for distressed businesses affected by the coronavirus created a bogus business and falsely claimed he was trying to procure COVID-19 tests and personal protective equipment in official capacity for the New York State Authority said Thursday. You know, they don't surprise me. People do anything for money. But don't you have to, but don't you, for those like PPIs, don't you have to go through the bank? I mean, you fill it out, but don't you still have to be connected with the bank? Go through a bank. You can go through the Small Business Administration. You can go through, uh, ADP was do- is doing them. But again, like, I mean, like she said, I mean, there's loopholes. Hey, there's loopholes. So you can. And that was one with the yeah. unemployment yeah, thing. That was one. If you could create a spreadsheet with your business name at the top that you just created, exactly. There's plenty of loopholes. So you can get that unemployment money. Right. You, 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 work you can scam. Money. Like you can scam. And, you know what I mean? There's different ways to scam. At the end of the day, once they, that scam catches up to you, it's whether you're going to stay on top of that scam or you're going to come clean. Well, they say additional measures have already been taken to, you know, remedy this problem. I don't know what that means, but um, <laughs> it says uh, to all applicants in order to take extra steps to verify claims, uh, previous applicants set up a direct deposit to receive money within 24 to 48 hours. Now they will have to wait an additional two days. So I guess they're going to do some kind of investigation or some kind of um, contact tracing, some kind of fact checking. That's still shorter than somebody waiting in the same state to get mail from me. So. <laughs> But then, that's the part that I mean. It may not be as many people there that that file for unemployment because I a lot of my friends that are like the artists that are collecting them, they've been waiting since March. Like and and they are some of them are just getting their unemployment and they get back unemployment from the time they 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 last day of work. But they are going through hoops having to prove. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand how it was so easy for Washington to get it. That Somebody thing. will always slip through the cracks. Yeah. Quite a few one person. I, don't know. I didn't say it was easy. I'm saying they, 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 they got through. They did it. <laughs> they probably got back paid too. They probably just, you know. <laughs> yeah. That's how yeah, they hundreds of thousands. Of millions of dollars. Yeah, right. Because they had to pay all that back pay. A lot of money, y'all. That's mm-hmm. a whole lot of money. See, this <laughs> is mind-blowing. I'm this alone. is one of the reasons that I'm so yeah, angry. You believe Washington State gives you more, probably, I think they give you more money in unemployment initially anyway. Like, I think it's like $1,000. Yeah, I would flim flam too. I would scam too. I would scam too. Yeah, like in Maryland, because we're such a smaller state, ours is six. Let's move. We move. We move. Okay. No, we're not. Hold up there. But the move. Yeah, my, my sister said, don't they check this? Businesses with their business tax ID numbers, yes, they do. But if you created that business tax right. ID number yesterday, <laughs> you 
You had one. Yeah, but it's still for unemployment. It still goes back because they track how much you made, how much was reported that you made. You can't just right. spill. But if you are a contractor, you have nothing to report. That's what I'm saying. If you're an employee, yes, you're being tracked. Your wages are being tracked. Your all your taxes are being tracked. If you are a contractor, you don't report your wages until twelve thirty one. I think yeah, but doesn't doesn't the, the, the business because I thought they don't that's report how they your wages out. again. They don't report your wages until they issue you a ten ninety nine mm-hmm. at twelve thirty one. I think contractors just within the United States get a lot of leeway anyway. Yeah, I think they don't have to report you know, any income. So, so it, I'm whatever, not whatever they tell you and they put it on a spreadsheet and say this is what I did. Here's my P and L. This is what they have to take because they can't prove it until just December thirty first of twenty twenty. So it 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 because a lot of the teachers that work for the a lot of the teaching artists that work for my company that was that was one of the things that they had to still because we all got what is it the W nine or the ten ninety nine form ten ninety nine is either ten ninety nine or W two right you you normally get that when they or if you are ongoing I guess an ongoing contractor employee. That's when you normally do it at the beginning versus like if right, you're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Both those forms are issued one time a year at the end of the year, 1231. <laughs> I have to get them until <laughs> January 31st. That's the final day. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Stress me saying, out. Wait till, wait till somebody catch on to that thing here, Chad. Good Lord. Have mercy. Yes. That is heavy. I'm Don't ever just stop and like read these articles Thank you, uh, about man. various things. And you just be like, oh, thank you, Lord, that wasn't here. Mm-hmm. I'm the only person? No, you're not. <laughs> when it comes down to, like, killing and stuff, no. I'm All not, of that. You just no, reread stuff. You're like, oh, God, please don't, don't say that. I don't want to have to come anything with unemployment ever again. I don't want to yeah. I want to do go through that. I've done, I've done it several times at this point in my life where I had to file cases and go in there and meet with some people. Mm-hmm. I don't ever want to do that again. Right. I want every time because I'm good at what I do. But okay. I don't want to have to do that every time. I don't want to have to do that again. You're going to pay me because these motherfuckers over here was trifling. And mm-hmm. I had to handle them. And it got me fired. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I've, I've had to go through an unemployment claim before. And it's it's really no... It's, it's set up for the employer to win. It's set up for the and employer to win. And I won yes. every single battle. That's right. I don't play, and I come well, back and I'm also ready to dial the attorney for employment law. Yeah, don't go my way. <laughs> right, and I'm getting ready to get this lawsuit started. Okay, I know that's right. Hey, I know that's right. And then you're gonna pay for damages <laughs> and penalties. I need that number. Okay, okay. I need all that. <laughs> need that number. I don't do nothing wrong. I'm a, I'm an angel. Oh. Well, Oh, two of us. Uh, who is over? Um, I'm gonna call you, and you go um, welcome. Because <laughs> I'm damn sure we'll go fast. Mm. So, so sunshine is uh, getting ready to disappear. I'm gonna um give out right here. Um, the Georgia man that uh, was recording the um Ahmaud Arbery um murder video mm-hmm. has been charged with felony murder. Mm-hmm. And taken into custody. Mm-hmm. Okay. Charges are um, felony murder. And he was charged by the uh, Georgia Bureau of Investigations. 
So the man recording, he knew his name is William Roddy. Apparently, Roddy. he was with them. That's a good thing. Allegedly, they were all together. Mm-hmm. Allegedly. Oh God, no. oh, God, no. I'm sorry. He was just I'm in a different vehicle. Wow. <laughs> it wasn't clear whether he was with them or somebody who had. Because the way it looked, he just drove up behind the car. That's the way. Allegedly. Again, allegedly. Yeah. He, no, he was, he was with them. It was a set up. Yeah, they, they set him up. They just picked somebody, they picked the victim. And it but did y'all see the video footage of him in the, the, the like abandoned house or what have you? Right. No. <laughs> I've never seen anything. I, I don't want to see, see that. Any, I don't want to see anything associated. Apparently, with that's that. where it, it almost originated. It's like there's this video footage of him walking into this abandoned house. Mm-hmm. And there's camera footage in the house of him just kind of looking around and what have you. <laughs> Apparently, it starts from there. Well, right. the, the, the homeowner under construction. I the mean, abandoned. In in apparently, in that law in Georgia, that's still abandoned. Mm-hmm. Because the well, people, the homeowner, the homeowner, the one that's re- that's building the house, already came out and um and said that he believes that Ahmad was only going in there to get drink, uh, get water, while he was running. Right, either way, which is already taking it to another extreme. You don't think he was lured in there? No, because he was in there several times. They got videos of him in there several times. Yeah, they got videos of him kind of like outside and kind of looking around. Each and time like, he will go out to the uh, the spigot in the back and drink water and then run off. Oh, okay. Innocent. Wow. And then he wasn't the only one. There were several couples that went in there looking around in the house. There was children playing in there. So it, it only seems like they only showed the black video. But no, mm-hmm. yeah, because I didn't. I've heard about the other ones. I the homeowner actually was on um, MSNBC. He was on both actually channels, MSNBC and CNN, and he mm-hmm. brought the video with him. And he actually showed that it was other homeowners that lived in the neighborhood that was actually walking through the property as it was. Well, who wasn't boarded up? It was uh, open construction. It was, it was under construction. He remodeled. He was building his home, so right. it was construction at that time. So everything was working. Electricity was on. And he and said and nothing was stolen. And nothing was stolen. Yeah. Right. So he said he was. Right. And the guy was like, he I don't, he didn't understand their and in, what their intentions were in doing he, this. He knew what their intentions were. I mean, I mean, they knew what their intentions were at that point, but why? You know, why force mm-hmm. kind of right, issue? right, right? It, this is not the only thing that's happening in that community, apparently. Mm-hmm. The actual people getting houses are getting broken into, but it wasn't by him, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm scared to go walking now in my neighborhood because of what happened now. I have to look both ways now just to make sure nobody's following me. All right, last story. A white woman has been charged with assault after grabbing an 11-year-old black girl's arm and accusing her of stealing mail. Look, look at Aunt Audrey. (sighs) You got your mail. Oh, my God. That's where your mail is. Shirley, 38, was charged with third-degree assault and battery over a May 11th incident that um, in Iken, South Carolina, I'm never going there, um, which she accused 11-year-old Skylar Davis of stealing her mail. Skylar told the Iken Department of Public Safety that she was picking up her grandmother's mail when Shirley grabbed her, grabbed her and accused her of stealing her own mail. See? Not Shirley. Sure? She realized no, that the mail no. wasn't hers. 
Shirley apologizing off offered Skylar some damn cookies. What? <laughs> some cookies. <laughs> you just harassed me and you gonna offer me some cookies after you call the police on me? Uh, mm. uh, Skylar's family the police. believes the incident was racially motivated. Mm-hmm. And eleven years old, trying to mm. exactly picking up her grandmother's mail. Mm-hmm. Oh, baby. Wow. Wow. Take your I want your damn cookies. Take your shit, right. shove it. Mm-hmm. I want to see the cookies and just left. Okay. I don't want them because I would have slapped her with her own bag of cookies and went off about my business. Give me them fucking cookies. Oh! <laughs> I don't want your cookies, man. I don't know what you did, what you put in them. Okay, thank you. I don't, uh-uh. <laughs> sure. so Shirley happens to see the young child by, by her mailbox and proceeds to come out of her home. Yell at the 11-year-old girl, Skylar's attorney, Justin uh, Bamberg, said... Um, Miss Shirley runs aggressively towards this 11-year-old child, accusing her of committing a felony, stealing her mail. How old is Miss Shirley? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Oh, okay. This is, again, one of those stories where you can say... 38. Mm-hmm. 38. Why the hell are you child 38 Shirley? What? Like, <laughs> 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 There's definitely a young name and an old name bucket. Like, I always lose that. But did you meet Shirley as a baby? Was Shirley as oh, a no, baby? Her last name is Shirley. Her first name is Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Oh, okay. Because I always wondered about these names. What is your name? You look you two years old. Your name is Doretha. They go back to me saying, like, you read these articles and you're just like, ooh. Glad it wasn't here. Like if that was here, I, I work at a middle school, y'all. Mm-hmm. You grabbed one of my middle schoolers up. <laughs> they would have fought back. They would have fought back. I'm telling you. Keep it. You, they'd have been like, keep the mail. Keep the mail. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna fight back. I, like, do here. I don't want it. Go work out. They always get into a fight with the kids. Cool. Nate, uh, Nate, <laughs> I'm gonna talk to you offline, Nate. Tell me what school you work at later. I worked at the school, but I had bad kids that fought back. So. <laughs> I don't. I don't initiate fights for children. They don't initiate them. They just bad. Well, um, they're not bad. Those are bad. <laughs> them kids down there. Wait a minute. We had on the screen. Them kids down there bad. Am I on the screen? No. 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 My show. I'm sitting over here like I'm here. <laughs> I'm I thought you got up. Because you know you like to mute your, you like to take your camera off when you eat. Oh, no. I was actually um, trying to finish up my meat. That's what I said. <laughs> like you were you eating something. Mm. But I've been finished it for a long time. Because mm-hmm. I'm not hungry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Skyla, and I hope she won her case. Come on, Justin. Thank you. I know that's I right. He worded that statement, child, aggressively. Can you can you imagine really money her, her grandmother or her mother? Really money? Yes, really. Uh-huh. You, you said what about your, your eleven year old coming to you like mine? Right. Elizabeth Shirley didn't grab me up. Elizabeth Shirley. Handed me these <laughs> punk ass cookies. <laughs> <laughs> she thought I stole her fuck ass mail. <laughs> <Bad> <laughs> <ass> <laughs> <name>. <laughs> 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 
Oh my god! I wouldn't eat them cookies. That's when we come along. Her mother probably, her mother probably would have been mad. You took the cookies, right? <laughs> I would have took the cookies. Right? Because right, so black parents would have stopped at the cookies. Like, why would you take the cookies? Took the cookies, and I tell you, don't take nothing from nobody. Mom, but she grabbed me. And it's time to go. So, um, what are you guys doing this weekend? I mean, it's Memorial Day. I would like to know if you. Why are... don't I tell you? Because y'all said I can't handle cookouts. Come on, what that. is wrong with Nate? Nate. Because I'm turning up this weekend. I'm turning up. That's your oh, birthday like weekend, that. baby. Happy okay. birthday. Happy birthday. You look so early. Happy, Happy birthday. early. You doing what now? It's just going to be a little intimate, you know, a little, you know. Virtual um, party, you know. Yeah, yes. no. a virtual party. Hey, how old are you, how old are you turning? I've been my living. 37 years old. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, wow. wonderful. That's okay, wonderful. That's wonderful. You, you know what, Nate? You go beat Elizabeth Because <laughs> <laughs> y'all about to say your age. If she had the right grandmother, if she had the right grandmother, that was already done. Plus a lot. Yeah, at thirty-eight, that could have been uh, uh, what's the little girl name? What's oh, her Elizabeth? name? Elizabeth. Her, her mother probably could have came outside. No, the oh, little girl, Skyler. Skyler. Oh, okay. Skyler's mother probably would have gave Miss Elizabeth Shirley. Yeah. Really, yeah. <laughs> with, with the whole name? Hold that yeah, name. Ugly. Name. Her parents didn't even like Elizabeth Shirley. Ew. But how would you feel if you met little kids? You'd be like, "What's your name, little girl, Dorita?" She all messed up because somebody named her Elizabeth Shirley. That's why she met. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like, her, her parents knew her last name was going to be Shirley. Ew. So, I mean, give us something mm-hmm. to go with it. But I, I know Elizabeth. people that got two, two last names for their first, first and last two last names. Shirley. Name. Khaled mm-hmm. Khaled. DJ Khaled. That's his first and last name. Khaled Khaled. For real? Mm. But no, I'm, yeah, but I'm saying, like, in real life, I didn't know that. <laughs> I'm today years old. Amen. I didn't no. know. I'm right now, years old on that one. I didn't even. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh, she's not lying. Lord, not double. Yeah, I don't lie. Muhammad Khalid. We only talk yeah. fast here. Yeah, I, yeah. yes. I only stay fast. <laughs> he was born, he was born in yeah. Nolan, so you know they ain't all the way right down. Oh, right. Wow. right. All right, you guys. All right, you guys. All right. Um, my sister, <laughs> look, my sister X, um, where are you? Your background looks like you're in the tropics. Forget it. Tell me you are. That was yesterday's background. You're on the Avenue. I don't know why. That's your never been in my house is like, you know, this is what we do. You're Avenue. my house. I thank y'all for joining me in my living room today. I thank you for having having thank us. Thank you for having, for having us. us. So you're it's always, it's always a pleasure. It's always a pleasure. Go play that guitar, baby. Play that guitar. Play that guitar for Nate's birthday. Yes. Come to me. Dollar sign. Blueprint. Cash app. I'm doing that this year. How much money do you want for Cash app, Nate? How much do you want for your birthday? If y'all want me Cash app Cash app below. The cash <laughs> they're going to support these folks. Radio, I appreciate it. Dollar sign. 
Dallas, Dallas first before you cash that birthday boy. Thank you very much. Um, okay. Right. Yeah, we gotta do another show. So you might wanna, you know, if you want us to okay. come give us a chance. Um okay. what else did I when, when um, is that show starting? When is that show starting? Huh? When is the oh. show starting? Can you tell uh, us a little bit about that show? Let it work its way out. We go we Benia's coming. <laughs> coming. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. Thank and you. what's the name I'll of the be watching show? Yeah, what's going to be your name in the show, Benita? It's what's the B-Mix, y'all. The B-Mix. Okay, what are you yeah. going to talk about? Okay. Baby, it's for everybody. It's for the me, you know, the Christian that cusses, <clears throat> the forgotten folk, you know. Oh, oh, oh okay, well, that's perfect. You know, that's you know, the you know, the people that are struggling with, you know, the temptation of fornication. Amen. Mm-hmm. You must, you oh, must well, well. You must be Amen. Amen. Watch it now. I am me now, but I am not Nate, because you're on the committee, you, when you hear the test, yeah, it, it's funny. She's good. She well, you can see that from how she presented herself tonight. That's why I asked her to come on the show after the test because okay, she got to get a feeling of how it feels to be out here in the open where people are actually yes. looking at you and it's not just me. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. I think you're going to do a great job. Yes, I'm going to watch job. you. Yes, I'm going to watch you too. I'm going to support you. I'm going to watch us too. You have to sit down, Bania. Now, Bania, I mean, I mean, Monty, do, do, in order to do a show with you now, now that we're on the virtual thing, like mm-hmm. when I used to come to your house when we used to do the show together, do we have to come to you now? Or is it something that we could do virtually with you now? We're doing, right now. <laughs> huh? we're doing it right now. No, I, I know. I, I understand it. But I'm saying, like, say we, we, we would decide to bring our show to your station. We could just mm-hmm. do it virtually just like this. That uh, we'll talk. After the show, after the show, business. Yeah, I was gonna say this is that this is not the, the venue for that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So, so what I'll do is, what I'll do is, you can ask those questions as soon as I end the broadcast. So hold. Oh, up. oh, oh! I thought we were. I'm sorry. I thought Bye, we everyone. <laughs> Have a good night. Peace, girls. God bless. <laughs> yeah. We need Naya and Big Spoons. That's 